Um, so it, actually, I'm really curious to see where they're going to go with the future of this franchise. Mm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. let's uh, just, just to tie it back. Yeah, we should um, talk about it at least a bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so what's your when we talked last time, I don't think you had seen it. You hadn't seen it yet. How do you do? Di- uh, what are your feelings on the movie? Okay. I really, really liked it. I love the tone. I love the, to me, it's my favorite bat suit. Um, Pattinson is my favorite Batman. He, uh, his bat voice is the best by far. Like it's almost not a competition between his bat voice and any other bat voice. Yeah. Like it's um, one thing I really like the live tone. action though. Right. Like, or are you grouping in Kevin Conroy as well? Cause then we might have to fight. Yeah, no, only live action. <laughs> I, I really love the tone and like the setting. Uh, my issue with the film um, just to get it out there uh, is I feel like they now I don't feel like it, they meandered on anything like I feel like even though it's three hours long every scene has a purpose like and it moves the story forward if he just picked up the pace on his walking a little bit yeah maybe <laughs> maybe they do sort of languish on certain scenes although it set a tone so it worked so I said I, I'm meaning that just purely joking yeah and i think they but what i what i really would have liked to have seen is them cut back on certain aspects and focus on other aspects more i really would have liked to have seen more of his um batman trying to get the job done while being like hunted by the cops more i would have liked to see more of an emphasis on bella real as a character and her impact on gotham and gotham's relationship with their previous leaders or like with corruption in general um but i do think all things considered they they did a very good job uh i really like matt reeves's vision uh one thing i didn't like was I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm doing that thing that we do where we just start word vomiting, and get all that at once. So maybe I'll, I'll I'll try and remember and let's just move forward. <laughs> what about okay? So that, that I I really I just I loved how dark it was. Um, I'm just I I like the noir aspect. I really think they the, when you're doing that you have to carry a very you're on a very thin line, right? Oh yeah. And I think they carried it pretty damn well. Um, performance wise, some performances. Uh, Jeffrey Wright to me was the weakest character. I, yeah, I felt like he was a little too. He got he went a little too hard into it, right? Where uh, it's sometimes he his delivery was just a little too pulpish, a little too noirish. Hmm. Where like he went, he strayed too far over that line. And like okay. I said, it's a very fine balancing act. You got to before it becomes campy, right? right? Um, there's this one scene that really sticks out where he's um, interrogating the penguin. And the penguin's like, oh, come on, what are you doing that for? And then Jeffrey Wright's like, look at it! And it's like, guys, this is way, like, this, this is one of those hammy, overacting things I've ever seen in my life. Like, it really kind of made me feel like, Ugh. but, um, and another scene that I feel like was sort of ruined by the same aspect is um, when Batman's interrogating um, Riddler. And the the thing comes up and that, that sort of interaction. One of the screams that Paul Dano makes is like, no, dude, you didn't hit that right. It just he just goes, oh! and then it sounds like he didn't. He he just did not commit. It's, it's like, dude, you you probably felt you were going you were overacting, but like you did not make it there. It just seemed very like it was like me trying to act. That's that's what it seemed. Like. Almost like you were starting to get there, but then you second guessed. Like yeah, he just didn't go all the way, and and um. I, don't, I didn't like the Ave Maria part. Like, that went on for way too... It, it went on for just long enough to, for it to be very, very funny and, like, totally <laughs> undercut how, like, it was supposed to be disturbing and stuff, right? Um, and I also felt like his performance was, like, a Joker light. Um, that, I'd say to a degree, um, 
that's the risk you run with the Riddler. Yeah. Um, if you're going to play it like that, right? If you're going into that grounded universe. I'd even say in general, like, at, like even though they're distinctly different characters, I think uh, an apt comparison would be the Arkham games, where even though, like, the Riddler's obsessive about, like, proving his intellectual superiority, that's not Joker's M.O., they're both kind of they both have a lot of that manic energy, like that very manic energy, that very upset, like Joker's obsession is Batman um, and the commonality is there. But how they execute it, it's something that the characters can lean like lean into a bit. Uh, even with older Batman movies, I wouldn't say it, like my joke is like Ace Ventura, Batman villain, but that Riddler had a very Joker aesthetic. It's something that the character can run into a bit. Um, it's not a, it's a comparison I've seen numerous times before this movie. It's where I'd point like the time. My favorite take on the Riddler is probably the one from the animated series where he's got like, he's still got those qualities, but how it's presented is so drastically different mm-hmm. than Mark Hamill's Joker. It's like, okay, it's this, it's, in some aspects you occupy a similar space and a similar role, but how you're, how you're acting it out is so different that it's like, Hey, it's my, it, it is apples and oranges, like a similar shape, yeah. but very different, deli- very different taste. Yeah. I like, I, I really like, I like that aspect of like, he's uh, like a nerd. He's weak. He's sort of cowardly. Like that, that is good. That makes sense. I just think when they, they tried to make him a little too Joker crazy, Hmm. And they should have went more like the incel crazy. You know what I mean? Like I see, I didn't find the Joker crazy. As, uh, now there were spots a little bit that reminded me of the ledger characterization of the Joker. It did. Yeah. I would have, I would like more like a taxi driver crazy. Right. Not like a, like I'm, a, I'm literally a maniac. Like I, I thrive on anarchy crazy. Nothing like that. But it, in the sense of it, for me, it wasn't so much like the thriving on anarchy, but it was the, like, he's got the commanding presence mm. That Ledger, like, not to the degree that Ledger's did, because Ledger stole that whole movie. Dude, Ledger, that is, okay, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Oh, yeah, no, no, but I, by that I mean, like, his Riddler being like, hey, I've got the social media following, like, the the I conspiracy like QAnon stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm like, Le- Ledger's Joker, that characterization of the character, I'm like, that would, to me, that would fit in. It appeals to, like, both both characterizations appeal to similar things like people looking for the answers The you can make a joke about the mental health aspect, but they did reference that in the dark Knight movie. You're looking for the like-minded thing yeah. and you're going to look past like the murder aspect, yeah. which Riddler was clearly doing. So that's where I'm like, okay, it's similar, but it's slightly different enough. I did get a little bit more of the incel than you did, but it was yeah. also more so just like the, they were going for the political conspiracy. I'm like, this is this is definitely a post January sixth. <laughs> this what? is a QAnon <laughs> Riddler. Yeah. What I liked about the his his relationship with like that community was that for the Joker it would just be a means to an end, right? Right. But for the Riddler, like clearly it was like, oh, I have a family, I have a community, now I have yeah. like it's very more like there's a lot more at stake there, or it oh, means yeah. a lot more to him. It's yeah, I, Joker would lean into it, but it would be strictly like, nah, you're you're like i'll cast you aside at the first chance like you don't matter the riddler was like he was a little too like they really went a little too into the he's mad sort of thing right where i'm like no dude he shouldn't be mad per se he should be mad in the sense that like 
like an incel is mad or he should like not mad as an angry but as in like they're not their their perception of reality is like a, somewhat removed from actual reality right whereas yeah. the joker is like you know say, say this is reality and say this is the riddler and the joker being like down yeah. here right yeah where it's like he's not there's no he can't reach up to touch it or grasp it um but yeah okay so what i wanted to say is that so after i watched the movies i watched uh the nolan movies right um and with ledger it's like dude that's not even just a good joker like this is a master class in acting like, oh he, yeah he destroys everybody in that movie like it, it's it doesn't nobody comes close like this is it's almost like the movie almost doesn't deserve this performance just his mannerisms his inflections uh where he pauses where he doesn't like where his expressions like his just everything is perfect it's per, it's like it, it, you're watching it's like whoa this almost like it takes me out of the movie almost because like this acting is so damn good dude like well it it was one of those things where when you look at Ledger at the time and then Christian Bale, like both you could describe as method, like Christian Bale's method in the sense of like, hey, I'm going to drop like 158 pounds so I can get like grossly thin for a role. And then my very next movie, I got to bulk up to like 250 and then change my voice and everything. But yeah, but it's like, what are you making up for, dude? Well, exactly. And then Ledger, Ledger's method was like, he isolated himself in a hotel. Oh yeah. They were talking about the books of stuff that he wrote when he was in that hotel, like just insane stuff. It, like, it, like he, he went to the, it, like he went to such a dark place that it, it did have a very negative effect on him. Two things. You know, what's amazing. One, um, it's that's a lot more difficult than just gaining and losing weight. I'm not, I'm oh, not yeah. trying to say that no, isn't no, 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 difficult, no. but yeah, it's, for, it's it, yeah. I see yeah. people are like, oh, like he, and I know, like, you, not, I'm not making because no. I, I thought this for a long time too, but I'm starting to come to the real, not realization, but I think I'm changing my tune where I'm like, yeah, dude, but like, because after watching Bale in Batman, um, and I know he didn't really have a lot, to, like a lot of scene to chew in that movie, given his character, but I'm like. He's not that great an actor, man. <laughs> like, he's <really> so not. <laughs> where where I disagree with you yeah. is like with Batman, it's the practical example because it was right, right after uh, was it Equilibrium or whatever the movie uh, or the Machinist where you had to get like stickly thin. Oh, just one more. Oh, and one thing I want to say about yeah. Ledger is even though he was method acting and he was really getting into the nitty gritty and like the darkness, he was fine on set. Oh, yeah, no. He wasn't a douchebag on set. Yeah, no, it wasn't a Terminator salvation situation. Yeah, or like a man on the moon type thing or like any of that BS where they like they use it as an excuse to just be an a-hole to everybody. Right? From what I've heard, like, and I guess in defense of Vale, from what I've heard, like, it was like that was just the Terminator thing was kind of a one-off. Where I challenge, where I challenge you, because I'm, I'm a big Christian Bale fan. Mm-hmm. Um if you look at some of the other movies he's done, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was the boxing one with uh, with Mark oh, Wahlberg, right. where you know what, you know, where it was his brother, where it was the brother, where I'd be like, where he, the dude is a tremendous actor. Yeah, he is. He is. He, is. he, he just did, I something with the Batman movies is to me his best Batman performance was Begins because the the voice was still great it hadn't got cartoony yet See, you guys everyone no one but me okay you <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't listen to this Chris. and then and then as it went on it got more cartoony but then also as the movies went he, they gave him less to actually act with what is this i'm, gonna, I'm, leaving. I'm, get, I'm getting up and i'm getting out of here no um <laughs> I, 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 I almost got in a fight with my I almost crashed mike's car uh, last weekend and killed him darko and i 
and it was justified. Let me just let me give me a second. One hundred percent justified, of course. Um, no, because like for me, and I again, I watched almost all three of them in one night, right? Back to back to back. It, the, so one thing I really like about Batman, like it's interesting because you watch Nolan evolve as both the director and the writer from the first one to the third one, and each one in a lot of ways gets better, but in other ways gets worse, right? Um, now with obviously the Dark Knight being the the pinnacle um with a you know choker yeah um but yeah so the first one i really didn't i i thought a lot of the dialogue was sort of like kind of lame and stilted uh, i thought a lot of the deliveries were, were not that good um if it had a much different tone compared to the second two um one thing i really didn't like and and this is why i almost murdered the three of us uh <laughs> the other weekend was that i i thought his his voice in the first one was like cringe and I thought it really? got better as it went on. Yeah, because if like oh. the first one, now here's the, here, check it out, check it out. Now let me explain why. In the first one, it was very like, it was almost like it was, it was high, it was very high. And it was almost like he was just roughing up his normal voice, like just a little bit. And it just sounded very, it, it didn't sound like you could actually act or, or deliver line well with that voice. And then as it went, and I'm not saying it was great, but as it went on, it got a little more, like darker and gravelier, which is what I felt Batman should be, right? So uh, this is where, like, I, uh, you and I are definitely on opposite ends. Um, it seems I'm on the opposite end of literally. Oh, yeah. See now, what I have to do because I can't live like this <laughs> is, is I have to sit down with the three of with well, all four of us have to sit down and watch all three movies back to back, and then every time I see something that's awkward or lame, I'm going to pause it and rewind it until you guys agree with me <laughs> and just replay it, and be like. You're you're gonna hold us hostage and try to brainwash us. Brain, uh, brain, yeah, well, I do. I, I just have to find a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the Batman villain, is what we're going over. Well, you 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 society pushed me to this point. <laughs> so your insanity. You heard it. You heard it here, folks. Uh, Christian is the Riddler. Um, what we need is our own studio. The Batman's Riddler with a producer, and I'm gonna I'm gonna feed him clips before we do the episode, and I'm gonna pl play this, and I'll play this clip. So, now, I guarantee you, dude. I, I, I like I've watched now my <laughs> begins is my favorite of the three, but strictly why? 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 Because it's the most it is the most comic book Batman of the three. When you mentioned the tones being different, I'm like drastically because in, by the time you get to the second Dark Knight is the best made movie of the three. Unquestionably. 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 Begins is my favorite because that is comic book Batman. Full stop. Like, that's the Batman I've been reading since I was a kid. That's the Batman that I was watching in Batman the Animated Series, but in live action on the big screen. It didn't become Chris Nolan's Batman, where like, oh, Harvey Dent could become me. I'm going to go off and get married to Rachel and someone else can be Batman. That's where, even though Dark Knight is the vastly superior made film, as a comic book Batman fan, Batman Begins is still probably the best live action representation. That's where it's my favorite. Uh, with the voice, I get where you're going for. I, I, I understand the, I understand the preference for me where it gets less. And I lean on that side is in the first one. I'm like, I can understand what you're saying. And I don't feel like it's a try hard thing. And in particular, like there were some lines in dark Knight, Some were better than others. But when you kick off with like, Oh, I'm not wearing hockey pads. I'm like, it took, like two seconds. It took a little bit for me to actually register what words you were saying. Oh, okay. Because it's like 
now we're in the try hard territory. You're going too hard to be intimidating. Whereas before in begins, oh. it was a harsher voice, but it fit the actions because Batman, like you're not scaring them with your voice. No. You're swooping around. They're terrified of you. Yeah. And then you have a harsher borderline normal voice. Yeah. It's almost a little bit scarier. Okay. Okay. So, so for me, it just sounded, it sounded like someone was trying to act like Batman. That's and and then for the the second one, I, I never thought of the voice as something that was meant to intimidate. I just felt like okay, now it sounds less like Bruce Wayne. Now, <laughs> like when I see this guy, I'm not gonna be like that's clearly Bruce Wayne. Dude. <laughs> with the, with begin with begins, I like I, I get it. It is closer to the Bruce Wayne voice. I still think it's different enough, and without it being like I'm like I'm give I'm destroying my throat. Yeah, I feel like we need to watch the scenes back to back in the same room. I want yeah, that so bad. Like, I feel like I'm being gaslit by literally everybody in my life right now. It's, it's, I'm just like, no, dude. I know I'm right. Like this and, is insane to me. And this is something I'll give I'll, I'll give Pattison credit as well. He he distinct like his voice. He he made it great. Where in in a way it reminded me to a degree of, of how Kevin Conroy did it, where it was two distinct voices. Now, what I'd love to see is how that is going to go going forward, because I don't think we're going to get the same Bruce Wayne where my joke has been like, it, it's, it's a nitpick. It's not an actual gripe against the movie, but his, his Bruce Wayne is like, aside from the joke of like, Oh, he's got the makeup on still and he doesn't wash it off, but it's like the, no one understands me. It's like, all right, dude. And it's not even the rich stuff. It's like, look, you're part of your character is you're going to get out more. Like that's an aspect of Bruce Wayne. I hope they embrace. And I'm curious to see how they're going to do that because you've got a man, like you've got a grown man who's isolated himself for so long, who's now at a, after a result of this movie, realizing like, I can't just be vengeance. I've got to change things in a different way. So there's a lot of growth. So I'm curious to see how this Bruce Wayne is going to get closer not necessarily to like billionaire playboy, but somewhere closer to that and further away from like Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Where Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne in this movie, if he were to go on a date yeah. with Selena Kyle, I could buy it being like, we recreate the scene from Batman. Yeah. Tim Burton's where it's like, hey, Kim Basinger, be at the opposite end of this really long table. I feel like like with the emo aspect, like he's clearly... Like, okay, so as someone who had over, over, um, pandemic, basically I only interacted with like Monica, oh. like most of the time. Right. And I didn't re like, I, I've only started to realize, especially with the way, like I relate to the certain, the job situation right now where I'm like, oh, my, just my perception of reality is incredibly distorted. And it's done so because I've been so internalized for so long where like i'm realizing i'll get glimpses of like when you and i like hang out like we'll we'll chat for a long time and i'm like oh yeah like there's people who don't live so inside their own head inside yeah. their own bs right and so i feel like there's this aspect of um oh his what and that was in the performance yeah, like, oh, yeah i'm just sure. agreeing with you oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like that emo-ness is like yeah dude but like he you got to understand like he's basically built up a world and reality inside his own mind where it's like it's like a uh positive 
you know, quote unquote positive feedback loop, right? Yeah. And so that's why he's so the way he is. And I, I think with like the eyeliner and stuff, I'm like, yeah, he just got in from like being a. It's he's not like he's like he go, he's like he gets in from being Batman. He he goes has a shower. He puts it back on. Oh, oh no, no, and then no. goes out into the but, world. See, that was my read on it. No, like, no, he, I know he, that wasn't your, but a lot of people are complaining about that. And I, I think that the, the people who who see my 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 interpretation of it was. Is and that's the thing where I've been like I'm trying to specify because I've I've seen that as well where it's like oh it's just gothy and whatever it's like okay look we're 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 having fun because of the the like the borderline emo hairstyle as well where it's like okay he I'm thinking like he got him from being Batman like maybe three to six hours ago and it's just he's still it's like bruh. Just, just wipe your face. Well, okay, but so he that, comes into the bat. It's a joke. Let's but let's but, look at it like we were Batman. Okay, <laughs> hey, you shouldn't have so many bats in that cave because there would be guano everywhere. <laughs> That's very unrealistic of them. But, but so, so like literally, like all these bats complain. I'm like, dude, there be there be bat poop all over the place. But he comes in, right? It doesn't look like he has like a washroom down there, and I don't <laughs> think that's his concern. So I feel like he came in, he took off the suit, and then he just started getting to yeah. work, right? So it's like he doesn't care about like what his his eye makeup is. He doesn't care about having a shower or washing his face or no, anything like that, right? It's something I'm curious to see how they're going to go. And it's something I liked in the movie, how they were like, this is year two, where I'm like, you're still very obsessive. Like in, in some, like this movie remind me a lot of ways of like, I'll liken it to the Arkham games because we're Batman wise. I don't think you can ignore that impact. Like it's hit on so many like comic book levels, movie wise, uh, like one of the few things people praise with, uh, Batman versus Superman is the very Arkham-esque like rescue scene of Martha. Um, but like it reminded me of origins a bit where, he, but not quite at that level yet where he's all about being Batman. He doesn't care about Bruce Wayne. He doesn't care about the impact that it's having yet. And it's and like Alfred was on this case about that. Like, no, it's not about, it, it's not just about keeping up appearances. Like your, your family had like, your your parents your family has a reputation and it's not like a fake one like you need to honor them in still like not being a dingus basically i'm curious to see how i I can't wait to see how they're going to evolve it it's an easy low-hanging fruit set like have some fun with but it's not something that i actually have an issue with what what i like what i'm interested to see is that because clearly like even because batman he's a pragmatic superhero right like mm-hmm. clearly um and you can see that with like his plans for the justice league in case they ever went out of lines yeah. like he's pragmatic right so um you would think that he would and, and this has been demonstrated in like any like many many other iterations of batman wherein he uses bruce wayne as a tool he uses that persona as a tool to further his ends as batman not only in a yeah. monetary sense but in a sense for like his plans for gotham and stuff like that right and i'm what i'm really what i'm really liking is that and it sort of um goes back to the obsessiveness where he's running from being bruce wayne he's running from his legacy and his heritage right because it, it causes him so much pain and what I would like to see is that given what he's learned about himself um, from the, the the Batman, I want to see that carry over into him being more comfortable using Bruce Wayne as a tool and a persona to further his own ends um, for Gotham. Well, yeah, absolutely. If, if I have no doubt that they will, but if they, di- if that's a story thread, they didn't follow, I would, I would be uh, legit, very disappointed. Well, I mean, I, I can just imagine how like him, Halveson being more active as Bruce Wayne or something and how that sort of relates to like, 
freeze or or, or or stuff like that or like i don't i don't know how they're gonna write it but i'm so excited because matt reeves like he's so good well and that's the thing i said when i when i did the first episode uh, like my ocr episode reviewing it i was like i don't think i've seen any of uh, the other of matt reeves work and then i realized like no i saw two out of three of the his planet of the apes films and they were awesome i loved planet of the apes like i just haven't seen the third one. Oh, Chris. i will yeah i will um, but it was just one of those where I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah, no, this guy is like really, really solid. Um, now I said when we talked about it on the, the getting geeky episode, I didn't specify the situation, but I had said like, hey, I think like there was just a little bit of a motif. It's not this is the kind of fun speculation I have because I'm like, I'm probably wrong. But if it went this way, I, could, I think they laid the groundwork where. It was a you'd kind of ask me why, but I didn't want to spoil it where I said, like, I think this uh, this Batman is going to die as Batman. The scene in particular that makes me think that, especially with this bat theme, it's so uniquely different from the other ones um, was the scene where it's like at the end where uh, Selena Kyle's like, come with me. And then the bat signal shows up and then she's like, you're spoken for. And then it's the section of the like his theme where it's like almost got the like the church bells aspect where I'm like this is quite ominous and I could see that like this is how this character ends so I just wanted to explain that to you now because I'm like I left that hanging with you and you were curious I'm like I don't want to spoil it um well one thing I, I really I mean that's a good I mean I don't I don't know. I could see it happening. I, I could, it, it, like it also might not. It's not anything I've got like my hopes hung up on or anything, but it was just in the moment in that scene where I'm like, I could see this being the follow through with this character, even as this character grows, like they have told us this whole movie, like he is committed, like he, he is Batman. He's not going to get the happy ending. That, that Nolan's Batman got, which is the only time we're ever getting a happy ending we're, for Bruce Wayne. Yeah, we're to, there's a lot of ground to cover between the, where we are now and a happy ending, but yeah. Um, yeah uh, what, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, I wanted to talk about um, Pattinson and is why he's the best Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Not if. Okay, oh, that's another, that's a huge issue I had with um, Nolan's films where the cowl and the the mouse callus situation, I'm like, it looked dumb, dumb. I did not like it. Yeah. What do you mean? Just uh, it looked cheap and like kind of dumb. Just like the way uh, Christian Bale's like face looked in the mask, like the cowl. I did not like the cowl. Like um, I have issues with many of the cowls actually. Like like when you look at Val Kilmer, there's just still a Val Kilmer smiling in the the bat mask, and it looks like. Pepe the Frog, like it's the derpiest. <laughs> like his eyes are way too close together. I don't understand how. Like, like if that guy came up to me in the middle of the night, I would just, I'd be laughing, right? Like, so it's weird that you mentioned this. I just because on my recent playthrough of Arkham, uh, Arkham Knight, like so many of the suits are options to play through, oh, yeah. like through the game, and after I beat the game, I was like enjoying. I changed the Batmobile. Because now you don't have to do the tank missions. I'm like, oh, you just get to race. And I changed it to the Tumblr because I'm like, I I, I love the Tumblr. I love that Batmobile. Uh, it's not my favorite, but it's it's in my top three. Absolutely love it. And then that game is so much fun to just rip roar around Gotham where I'm like, I'm driving through buildings as a tank just without the tank gun on the top. And this is how it should be. Um, but the suit, I've had similar stuff where... 
I get why, especially in the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight rises why the cowl was the way it was and the suit they were going for a bit more of that militaristic like really grounded real world and then as i was seeing it in the game i'm like it's in the face where it's like it's compact body of body armor and i'm like it's pushing into the face and the mouth is sticking out more and i get why but i'm also like visually in the game it doesn't appeal in the movie i get it It looked cheap in the movie to me like i just there was something about it i i I just feel like the new the new uh, bat suit even though it is like technically like cheaper in the sense that it's a lot more like diy um i loved about the bat suit in the movie is you finally got the fluidity in the fights like this this batman movie bar none has the best fights. Yeah. And this, and I also loved that the suit, like the emblem actually was almost like a dispenser for the batarangs. Yeah, I'm like, cool. friggin' A, I'm, in, I'm here for it. It's yeah. not just the symbol. Well, that's also, I mean, people were talking about like how all those scenes where he's getting shot and they were talking about like him getting shot at the end. Like, oh, so that's what finally does it. It's like, yeah, dude, but it's a double barrel at point blank range. And it's like, even just the impact of, of the shell um, of the, the pellets and stuff hitting your chest, that's going to break your ribs and your sternum and stuff. Like that's going to, like, even if it doesn't move through the armor that's gonna mess you up dude when people talk about bulletproof it's like yeah you wear bulletproof vests but then when you actually see like it still does damage oh it messes you up yeah yeah yeah. like like the armor might be thick but most of the time when people are shooting at them they're further away it's not a 12 gauge like point blank like like right in front of you like there's the even if it didn't go through the armor, there was the concussive explosive it, force. It probably cracked his sternum, his ribs. Like he, he's, he's probably has internal bleeding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it messed him. It would, it well, could stop your heart. He had to take an adrenaline. He had to take an adrenaline. Which I, I, like it's something we talked about before. I think this is one where they're gonna, like, he, he was all about the no killing in this. But then you also saw probably why he's about the no killing because it got to that really uncomfortable place at the end of the movie where it's like everybody's sitting around like as he's just pummeling this person because they almost killed the cat woman. Like he almost didn't stop. And you saw Gordon get real uncomfortable being like, am I going to have to arrest you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really, I liked, uh, I liked that. I would like to see Batman. Uh, and that's another thing. I wanted to see him more deranged. I wanted to see him more in psychosis. I wanted to see him like make decisions where you're like, Oh crap. Is he? actually not in control i i wanted more of that and that's the thing like they they lean on that in the dark night where it's yeah. like we all know your one rule and he's like i'm really considered breaking it like as much as i got that thematically i didn't want buy in that movie like oh you're gonna you're gonna yeah, you're gonna con- you're i i never believed you were gonna break the rule no, I, pattinson's batman yeah i can believe is going to struggle real hard. Yeah, and it's not the issue Ben Affleck's Batman had, because yeah. he's just like, now nah, I'm going to kill people. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, he's old. He doesn't give a crap. Yeah, and yeah. same with Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. Like, the Bat murder count in Batman Returns is like three right off the bat. And and I feel like it, it sucks because, like, compared to, like, any other Batman, it's like, yeah, dude, he's they towed that line a lot more. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, dude. But it, it, to me, it's like one of those things where it's like, you get so close to it. Yeah. And it, it only makes it worse because I'm like, you're, you're so much closer now and it's so much more infuriating. Right? Well, it, you're closer. And then you also know because he said and he's shown the restraint, like what it's going to mean to him if he does cross that line or what the character is going through. So it's a case of like, like you're showing and you're telling. And when you do both of those things very well, 
it makes it as a viewer you're going to be engaged so much more yeah i really like that's why i would have loved for them to focus more on like the for 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 things to be for him to like sort of wonder if things are far more complicated or insidious than they are and to see him grapple with not only his own sanity but like trying to to solve the riddles and solve the mystery but also like being chased by the cops and stuff too i really would love to have seen him like grapple like it, we're we're as we're, we as a viewer are like oh crap did that actually happen or did it, we actually see it like that and then for him to like come out the other side like okay he seems a little bit better now i'm still not quite sure of how much of that actually happened but we know that like he did solve the riddles he did get to the bottom of it even if it didn't like it, i would have loved to see more of that where it's just like he's in he has psychosis he is legit because when you think about it like and again, they've gotten closer than literally any other Batman I've seen live action, at least. But when you think about it, what kind of person does what he does? What kind of person, you know what I mean? You have to be mentally unwell. Oh, people, I saw people online freaking out about like when he got shot in the head and stuff um, because like the cowl itself is bulletproof, right? Yeah. And, but they're like, oh, but it had like stitches. Uh, like, how are you going to, like, I'd love to see the industrial machine that could actually do that. I'm like, dude, you just, you create it with the holes already in place, you idiot. <laughs> you just like you don't need to be able to like punch holes in it after you just design it with the holes there like what are you talking about like you don't need to get a, a a needle and thread like what is wrong with you right i what pattinson's batman uh and the whole movie in general it it to me is the perfect marriage of the best aspects of both the two Tim Burton Batmans mm. and the the best aspects of the Nolan ones yeah, um, where it'd be like, this is where like the Nolan ones leaning on the, the real world aspect. There's spot, there's points in the movie where I'm like, yeah, we're in New York, we're in Chicago, but then there's other spots where I'm like, we're in the very gothized versions of those, like the atmosphere that the Burton Batman movies had. And a bit of that theatricality where I'm like, this is a great space. But then the other point is Pattinson at points reminded me a bit of Bale, a bit of Keaton, but then lifting some aspects from the characterizations from some of the animated movies where under the red hood to me as well, like one of it's in my top Batman animated movies. And then the whole point where, where um, Jason Todd is like, why didn't you kill him? What? Cause it's too hard. He's like, no, it's like, <laughs> no killing would be too easy. And then almost like the implication there of like, if I start, I might not be like, once I start down that, I'm not going to be able to stop. Not like I'm going to go on a murder spree, <laughs> like everyone gets killed. But like once, once I've crossed that line and I killed the Joker, because it would be very understandable. How soon am I going to be justifying that for other people like the penguin or people where it, it it's getting to that point where it's less understandable. I can buy that with this Batman. I can buy the struggle here of like, it's not about it being too hard. I won't be able to live with myself. But once I make this an option, how am I going to put the, how am I going to put the lid on that? Yeah. Like, it's not even going to be break glass in case of emergency. How soon is the, like killing my foe going to become my battering? Like, when am I going to not be Batman and become the Punisher kind of thing? And that's a struggle that I love that we can potentially see with this Batman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think there's there's the ground is ripe for that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got to say, love the score. The score is amazing. Yeah, they did a really good job. I, I really liked, um, I re yeah, I love his Batsuit. I think it's the best Batsuit. Um, and especially, like, again, the cowl. 
great. It looked great. Best looking cowl. Um, his jawline, amazing. Like literally, I think the only other person who would have had a better uh, bat mouth would be um, Harvey Dent. Would have been um, like when Aaron Eckhart, like yeah, when she like, puts the the <laughs> when she. <laughs> she she puts the the napkin up to his yeah. face and, you, and I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Why wasn't he? Why didn't they cast him as Batman? He would have been just as good as ba- dude. I honestly, I think Aaron Eckhart would have made a great Batman. I man, Aaron Eckhart, I th- he's a great actor. Like, oh, he's a tremendous actor. It's crazy how they they got like just has not had the he the opportunity. Well, even if not the opportunity, like I don't know if it's I I don't know with him if it's the agent or what the career is or if he's like Bale is so has always been so choosy with his roles, like he started that to begin with Eckhart, not as much. Like what put him on my radar as an amazing actor is Thank You for Smoking, like it, it was one of the earlier movies from uh, Jason Reitman, uh, like pre Juno, and. Reitman is a terrific director and Eckhart in that where I was like, oh, damn. So that it was interesting to me because people when he was cast as two first, they're like this guy. I was like, yeah, he's awesome. What are you talking about? And they're thinking of like so many big budget movies that bombed that he like it was one of those where I'm like, you've had that unfortunate aspect of your career where you're a lot of like bigger movies that like center of the earth or whatever, where it's like, we got to drill to the center of the earth or something like a lot of that stuff where I'm like, ah, your good stuff has been like the lesser known stuff. So you haven't broke, like other people don't know. Thank you for smoking. Yeah. It seems like he just, he, he can, they think like I Frankenstein or whatever, where you're like, Oh yeah. It seems like he can, if given the opportunity, go to depths of like ledger or, or bail, like, and, and I feel like, it's in that movie. Obviously, it's Ledger above like everybody, but he comes in second. I think he. Oh, I'm so, I'm actually so bummed that his Two Face was dead at the end of that movie because yeah. I'm like, you could, like Two Face. I think can carry a movie, but Eckhart's Two Face oh, yeah. could definitely have carried him. He and he totally could have been Batman for like for everything that that character demanded in those movies. Oh yeah, no. he would have done amazing. Oh, he he, he could have been a great. Yeah, but back to to Pattinson. Okay, so. Yeah, I, I love how he didn't look like a Pepe the Frog meme or like, uh, I don't know how to describe Bale's bat cowl situation, but it's terrible. And but yeah, I, Pattinson's bat voice is by far the best bat voice. Like when you listen to him talk, like, like when you listen to him talk in interviews, like his normal British voice. And then when you listen to him talk as the bat voice, I'm like, dude, that's how is he doing that? Like, I, I know, I like I'm pretty familiar with the breadth of of like the uh, the, the 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 spectrum uh, within which like someone can change their voice right like I, i've been very impressed by that but like he yeah well and i wouldn't even say it, it it's not to the degree i'd say of like a hugh laurie where people were like when he got cast as house and then he showed up on set and he was speaking <laughs> with his normal voice people were like what or when like wider american audiences remembered that he showed up on friends as the rude guy on the airplane like people were like, hold up, House is British. Like I wouldn't say Pattinson's to that degree, but what I loved with his bat voice is it reminded me to a degree, uh, like not to the extreme, like say Kevin Conroy did, where Bruce Wayne sounded remarkably different. But it was like he, how he, like he, it was similar. Where it's like, hey, even though I'm the same person and the octave range is somewhat similar how i'm pronouncing words and the cadence that i put in my voice it's going to sound different it's not like i'm putting on 
an edgy, gravelly voice. No, like I'm going to that deeper octave. I'm going to that. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a whisper. Or I'm going to that deeper octave, but it's not like no word like that kind of thing. Talks more. (laughs) <laughs> like it's a lot more breath than like growl yeah no it's right? like it, he's leaning into like i don't say a lot so when i do you're gonna pay attention yeah dude it's it's amazing bad voice and uh, it's again it's again something i'm looking forward to seeing how they're going to develop it because his bruce wayne gets very little screen time yeah but even the bruce wayne voice compared to the bad voice oh, yeah. again like there's like oh yeah no there 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 is the difference yeah. there there is apps but i'm looking forward to seeing like okay as bruce wayne gets developed more and I'm sure we'll get more screen time in the Batman too. Well, because I if, don't want more. <laughs> I kind of do just because as we were talking earlier, like he's got like, even his Bruce Wayne is going to be like to fulfill the mission of Batman. Like you're going to exist in that w- world more. So we're going to see it more. So that's where I'm excited to see how we're going to develop that more because now it's like, Hey, Bruce Wayne, when like because batman is who he is bruce wayne is the mask he puts on i'm excited to see how he's going like especially how pat pattinson's like isolated the press is freaking out that i'm at this funeral because they haven't seen me in two years i'm a hermit bruce wayne i'm excited to see how he's gonna play that guy figuring out how to be this person and and further his adventure like the growth there I'm excited to see how they're. It's going to be very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. What did you? I like the. Uh, what did you think of the Batmobile? Um, it's not my favorite, only because it's something I did like. I did an OCR short recently where I was like going through the bat the the Batmobiles, and it's just down to personal preference. Like, I like the Batmobile not just being a car. Now the scene this Batmobile is in is amazing. It's in the, it's, it's like a top three, it's in like a top three Batmobile sequence for me. It's absolutely awesome. I don't like it when the Batmobile is a it, like a souped up car. Like my joke was, I could see this becoming like the final boss car in like Fast and the Furious 10, where it's like, hey, this is where like Dom really wants to win the race. It's just a GT with a jet engine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Th- like, that's the only thing. It's just like, I understand what they're doing because this Batman is still like, he doesn't have like the Wayne Enterprises R&D department and it hasn't gotten to the like the stylistic level of like a Burton Batmobile. But I like a Batmobile that does have a bit of that theatricality. Whereas right now it's still in the DIY state. Fancy B. Yeah. (laughs) I got rich tastes, Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Like for me, it's just something that I appreciate in the Bat in a Batmobile. It's it's not my favorite, but I it functionally it works. Yeah, I love it. I'm looking forward to if I'd like to see it become like a little bit more. Yeah thematic yeah well but for as it exists i enjoy yeah i like that aspect of of this batman where it is very diy it is very like i think he's the most realistic slash like grounded batman we've seen right in terms of like his abilities or his capabilities and his his devices and equipment and stuff like that really dig it i I really die and i love that scene where he comes flying through the fire oh oh, yeah he hits cobble like and then it's just like he, it's I love how it's upside down and he's always see his boots and then his boots go out of the frame and then his head just sort of yeah it's so dope oh, the scene the scene it's in is amazing and that's like 
that's where I'm saying, like, it's just the personal preference thing. It works. It's just something I've like, I always appreciate when the Batmobile has a bit of theatricality, not too much, Mm -hmm. but I liken it to like, I love the, the Burton Batmobile is my favorite where it's, it's still very much like a real car, but then long for long. Now I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, see, uh, I'll give ground. You won't give. No, I can't. I, I see when I'm right. I can't. I can't just be like I'm not right. You know. Like, oh yes. <laughs> I forgot. We're not talking subjective. No, 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 I'm willing to compromise when things are. There's room to do so. I just I I can't, Chris. Um. So, Mike's coming soon. So we should we should wrap. Um. Legit. I'll I'll beatbox. Um. No, um, where, I guess, final thoughts wise, where would you like to see this, uh, where do you want it to go? Now I know you and I shared, but I know this answer. (laughs) So you sent me one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Which I think we should make the thumbnail for this episode. Oh yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, for sure. It was a a fan-made poster for... Okay, yeah, you are recording. Yeah, for the the new uh, for like the next Batman in the series, um, where it's it's all ice, and then you see the cowl like halfway out of the frozen ice, right? And obviously, it's like the and Matt Reeves has suggested this that this is what he wants to do was uh, move on to Mister Freeze, yeah. and I for me like when I imagine it in this universe, I get like goosebumps. I, I see how it could be done in like such a it could be like a next um, Dark Knight. You know what I mean? It could. For sure. Yeah. I think there's room with that with Mr. Freeze. Um, the animated series like gave the modernization of Mr. Freeze, like the tragic backstory. That's all something they came up with because originally he was just like a mad scientist. <laughs> like the the uh, that made cold puns where I'm like, take the Arnie Mr. Freeze just without the the tragic backstory aspect that they adapted from the animated series and it works a maniac with a freeze gun <laughs> yeah basically where it's like i still see you <laughs> like it, it, it works oh those and then the cuts the cuts when they're fighting are so dumb it's like if i made a movie oh, yeah. i'm like i have no money and i don't really care about this so let's just <laughs> <laughs> like i i'm with you i think mr freeze is due for a movie, I think this one, like the universe we're in, is comic booky and grounded enough that a tragic backstory Mr. Freeze could exist. We know the Joker is coming, and I think a, a slow burn build toward him is the way to go. And I think that's the sense they're doing. So I'm with you. I'd love, I'd love Mr. Freeze in this franchise. And I think the world they're existing in, as they're exploring, like, hey, Gotham's pretty messed up. Um, I think Mr. Freeze slots right in there perfectly. He's a great villain who can carry a movie, but if you're doing like a trilogy, he also slots in as a great second chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, like, don't get me wrong. I think Mr. Freeze could be a trilogy in and of himself, but if they're going for a story in three, which it seems like they are, he can slot in perfectly. Personally, I also, uh, I know to a degree I'm in the minority, but Reeves and Pattinson have said, have said, They'd love to do, they'd love to do a Robin. I'm here for it. I love, I love what the character of Robin represents. And there's been like four or five of them. Um, I think what that character does can do a lot of good things because it can make Batman realize like, damn, I'm going too far. 
So the aspect, uh, but as we're talking here, like the aspects of it, uh, they're in a universe where they're doing comic booky stuff, but it's also very much Matt Reeves, Batman. So I could almost see them doing like a J- like the first Robin is the Jason Todd. Yeah. Yeah. My issue is like, how old is Pattinson supposed to be? He's only supposed to be in his like early twenties. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, he's too young for a Robin. See Batman. What like comic wise in his mid twenties, like he adopted a Robin. So I could see it going that way, but I could also see it very much being like, I, I could see them going the Jason Todd route to a degree where I think in this universe, it may like one of the things I wish we got more of say what you will about how Batman Superman turned out. Cause it's, it's garbage, but I loved the idea of like, we're in a universe where there's been a Robin and the Robin has died. Like, I'm curious about that, but also with, this Batman being like, I don't want to cross that line. Having a character who's going to get inherently get you a little bit lighter and then having that taken away. Like this is a, cl- an emotionally closed off person yeah, having him open up and then train and then having that violently ripped away. I think they can do it. I just, I feel like it's going to make the movie suffer in the same way that like the first, this one suffered with how grand a scope it had with respect to how many characters. If, if uh, like it it can go that way, but also just like I'm biased. I'm, I've been a, like a Robin fan. I've enjoyed all of them and I want Robin to get to a spot where it's like, Hey, this is a character that people beyond Robin fans can get excited for. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I really, I, I want, I feel like he he's so good at what he does. If he just narrows the scope a little bit, he he can it could be something truly like he could it could elevate it even further, right? Yeah. And and with Freeze, I'm just thinking like, how would they go about doing Freeze? See, I think with Freeze, like the great th- uh, like Freeze would have been difficult to do. Oh, oh, I'd love like if if his wife had some connection to uh, Wayne's mom. Right in this respect, with respect to her being like in and out of institutions right. and stuff like that, and um, if they involve the court, like again, yeah. but they're gonna they might involve the court of owls. So now we're gonna have like freeze court of owls, Robin. It's like, come on, dude. Where like how many fucking? <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. Damn, I went. Oh, I got so far. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's just one. Um, we're the we're the PG thirteen. We're the PG thirteen. You get the one. Um, no, it's yeah. It, the difficulty is. Um, if there's too much going on, then something's going to suffer. And that's something that's happened with other Batman movies. I think it's happened with this one a bit. Like, Catwoman, was that necessary in any way whatsoever? Like, I actually found her like... Okay, no, here, okay, okay. I I found the performance great. I, 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 for what it is, it's cool. But when I think about the things that they could have used that time to elaborate on or, or I'm like, that would have made the movie better. I, I didn't, I didn't feel that. Like, I would, now, going in, I was like one of the few, I'll admit, that was unaware of how good of an actress Zoe Kravitz is, just because the only thing I had ever seen her in before was X-Men First Class, and that was a terrible character. She was the best, I think. I'm pretty sure in my, like, she was the best actor in that movie. Really? Yeah. To me, it was easily James McAvoy and um, Michael Fassbender. Uh, Oh, no, I'm talking about the Batman. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought you were talking First Class. I was like we're watching very different movies. But in this case, um, yeah, she was, she was tremendous. So it, now it was part of that. It was also like, 
I was wondering how they were going to pull off the bat and cat. I enjoyed the story enough and there was enough of an aspect because it was through there as well that they showed him very much hardlining on the no, we don't do this aspect. And it was also like through her that you were seeing that lifeline of what could be and him being seen like, hey, maybe I need to get out of the shell a little bit where I'm like, I don't know how you do that story aspect without it. And I liked it enough. Yeah. Well, you maybe could, Alfred could have more of a part in that respect, like in that sort of opening. Yeah. But but they, they, they really, Alfred was barely in the movie. And, and also what I didn't like was like, oh, Alfred's dead, but then he's not. And then it's like, oh, but your, your dad was a criminal, but hey, he wasn't. <laughs> and it's like, so, come on, dude, there's, there's some weak writing there. Well, you know? for, for me, it was for me, it wasn't that stuff. If, if like, if one thing that ha- hadn't happened later in the movie, it might be, but it was the spot where it was like the self-sacrifice scene where it's like two seconds later, he sits up in the water. That's where I was like, okay, who was that for? You, oh, you didn't even give me time to buy that he might be dead. And yeah, yeah. For that, I was like, so was he performing for, was, was he performing for everybody else? Who's like, Hey, we almost just saw you beat a man to death. Like you got to show you're willing to be a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, I feel that was the spot. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, okay, maybe it doesn't have to be, maybe it just really looked like it was going to be one, but it wasn't. But I'm like in a movie, if you're going to make it something look like it's going to be something that everyone yeah. thinks is going to be, you kind of have to do that. Right. Well, yeah, or it's going to be weird. It was just the immediate setup afterwards where I'm like, okay, what? Why did we do the slowdown? The dude was almost dead, <laughs> and he, he gave himself adrenaline, and then he actually uh, he got exploded, and he's still like, like, well, we, like we the the setup's fine, but it was almost like it. Uh, so why would you do the dramatic slow motion? Like you were you were making us think he's about to get electrocuted because it just looks so dope the way he's falling. <laughs> I was uh, just like, okay, wait. So what? What? the drama in the other moment you made it was the like everything was telling you it was a drama moment yeah, and then yeah. it's like i'm not but it wasn't yeah yeah that's that was weird that where with the alfred thing i'm like oh are they no they're not gonna kill alfred it's like the when they confirmed he was like okay i'm fine with it yeah but it's like if you're gonna tease that you kind of have to do it or else it's just like ah what the, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, yes and no but i it's something that i've also done other bat leg like, to me, that's something that they've done in Batman numerous times, where it's like Alfred potentially dying is a story thread that they'll visit. Yeah, exactly. Not all the time, but I appreciate it when it's done well. This could have been done better. Could have been done better. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's agree on that. Like, it could have yeah. been done. But the other thing that really bugged me was when he's standing, like, literally, like, with less than a foot, like, uh, with the guy who has the bomb around his neck, and the bomb explodes, and it sends him flying <laughs> 30 feet backwards, yet his face is immaculate. His, his, his costume is immaculate. It did nothing. I'm like, dude, like, there wasn't necessarily, like, he had, it wasn't like the story made it so that he was, like, it was the last minute and it still blew up. It was just like, or, or, even if he oh, turned away, yeah, just like, <laughs> like take your cape to go like anything, dude. There, there was a couple times it, like honest trailers. Uh, they, they pointed it out. They were like, this Batman is invincible. Yep. And the part where he hit the bridge, hilarious. And he did sell it in the walk a little bit, but I'm also like, you went face first in concrete. Like you're, you're, you're not just going to get up with a limp. Oh. <laughs> you went face first in concrete, bounced a bus into a pole, and then, like, you should be selling this a bit more. Well, he should be, like, like he's limping, but what he really should be doing is, like, limping, dragging the other leg. There should be blood. You can see it, like, coughing. Like, he's bleeding like, internally. If you see him cough a blood or something, yeah. just a little bit. Uh, like, I did... 
But it was also, at the same point, as much as I can bag on that, something I appreciated in this movie is this Batman took numerous punches and numerous shots. And they had him fly into the bridge where I'm like, he's not at that perfect level. But even like, even like, does he ever have to be? Like, I really liked how, yeah, like how it's, that's sort of, I always felt like that was sort of part of Batman, like the scrappiness where it's like, yeah, he's not perfect. Yeah, he is going to put himself in like unnecessary danger because again, like I want that, I want that psychosis. I want that derangement where it's like his goal is more important than being safe or being like, and maybe like that's something he, he understands when he's in his like late thirties, you know, give him another 10, 15 years of like, almost dying and being crazy. It's, it's one of those things where even I've referenced it a couple times, like Arkham, especially after Arkham, where it's like the fight scenes, everybody loves it because it channels like something with Batman, where it's almost the Sherlock thing where he's planned through the entire fight as he goes through. And as much as that's an aspect that we like, and we can easily say like, I'd love that. You then lose some of those aspects like Batman taking a punch and it's throwing off his game or then him emotionally suddenly being like, you almost killed someone that I'm developing feelings for because I've been an isolated human being for like 20 years. I'm this close to killing you. Like a Batman who plans like 18 steps ahead, you don't necessarily have, it takes a lot more to get it there and it's harder to get their story satisfying wise. Mm-hmm. So that's where the trade-off is nice. Yeah. Um, where it's like, no, nah, I like a Batman that can take a punch. Yeah, it looks, it's so much more real. It's so much cooler when like he's fighting and then he gets hit in the back of the head with something and he stumbles like, whoa. And then he has to like turn around and block the guy from yeah. like hitting him again. Or like when that first fight, when he gets shot and he's like, what? You just shot me and he grabs the guy and like, just like, how dare you, dude? Like, that was such a, I really, I like that. What I, the thing I really like is how like, they were clearly followers of the Joker, right? So like, there's this implication that like, and, and when you later on, you see the Joker's in prison. Yeah. So he's dealt with the Joker already. Like that's someone he's come into contact with yeah. in the first year. Yeah. Um, which is sort of like, I would have liked to have seen that, but like, it's cool I, because it's going to. Well, that's the thing. I would have liked to see it, but it's one, again, Something one of the few things I liked about the the Snyderverse, and I'm not one of those like restore the Snyderverses because guys, it wasn't working. Sorry, um, <laughs> I'm gonna throw that out every single chance I get. So who hurt you, <laughs> Snyder Bros? Too many people, <laughs> too many Snyder Bros. <laughs> Where are they? Um, no, so like the lived in aspect. I liked and I like that that we're inheriting that just because as much as you can do a good origin story and when you're there, you like the world being built up. I like the world being lived in because then it's like, hey, we can get to the spot and you can always re-explore some of that stuff later. But you don't have to do like the groundwork of we got to introduce the Joker again to then get to this. You can see how they met while still having this almost Hannibal Lecter like experience from that deleted scene i would have liked um and this is thing where like i'm i'm i feel like i'm getting a good i I have like a good idea as to like what when you're telling a story what things you should do right where and i I get like for me personally because i know uh, you know i know about batman i know about the joker so when i see the guys with the the clown makeup and then i see joker later i can put these two things together but it also would have been nice in the movie if he made just even one line referring to like that these guys follow the joker in some way yeah. right like just make it a throwaway we don't focus on it he just maybe maybe alfred sees that in his playback and he's like oh more of jokers or something yeah. like that and he's like yeah and then so, he goes on right i didn't actually get the read that was that wasn't my take that they oh. were 
like jokers like the gang from the batman beyond Mm -hmm. but it was very like because in the early shot i was just like i think it's just theatrical in the sense of you there was only a couple people where i'm like you got riddlers because they modeled directly after the riddler himself like they wore the mask directly but early on in the movie you had like the people with the pumpkins on the head you had another couple people where i'm like okay this is gotham it's very gang related it might be this now you could later develop but it was also like you had a couple people with just the face paint on the half oh it was only the one kid and i think it's because he was um he was in being initiated right right so he gets the other half when he's punched the chinese guy <laughs> and then when i saw the when i saw the face paint i don't like my thought wasn't like oh it's like it's joker inspired from yeah. But I, I I see how you got it. Yeah, it just wasn't didn't hit at me. first. And then I, the more I thought about it, I'm like, it has to be. Like, it's just too much of a, it's clearly clown makeup. He's in jail. And it, well, and it could be so, what I'm interested in seeing. And now it's again that speculation. But I think something they've done with this, like something they did really well with this movie. And Mike's going to be here in like uh, two minutes if he's not here. Um, let's, let's wrap it up. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Something that they did really well was like at the beginning of the movie, it's all about like Batman has a a presence like (laughs) they see the symbol and they scatter. And I think I I think what we're going to get with this Joker later is he might end up having a similar presence, not in the sense that people were scatter, but it's like Batman's a force. He's a legend. People are afraid of him. I think the Joker is going to be like that level as well for people he's locked up but when he's out it's gonna be like craps on it's gonna be that opposing force that dread see when i saw the pumpkin person i thought it was just that was just a random mask but now the more i think about like what if that was like scarecrow like a follower of the scarecrow or something right that's another thing they could lean like that's where i thought with the the white face paint i just assumed like oh like the pumpkin it's just like a, a a low gang Instead of like bandanas, they're doing face paints. But then we're shown Joker in jail, and he knows about Batman. So it's like you, what you're doing is just saying, okay, he's had a conflict with Batman. He's in jail because of Batman, and then it's like in almost every iteration of the comics, Joker has his gang. He has a gang, right? Like so, I'm just like, it has to be it. That has to be what they're doing, right? It very, very well. But okay. Let's wrap All it right. up. All uh, right. Yep. So, dear listener, thank you for listening. Sorry we're abruptly ending. It's just uh, Mike is picking us up for breakfast. Uh, so we are going to join him and he'll be angrily texting any moment. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let us know in the comments. Please comment. Please reach out to us. <laughs> Engage, damn it. We see you're listening. Just let us know. Yeah, like, I, I know it really seems like I'll fight with you, but I won't fight with you. <laughs> <laughs> he'll fight with me for you. <laughs> Um, all that being said, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and, uh, enjoy the Batman. It is now available. <laughs> yeah. On Crave. <laughs> and then, uh, I'm hoping to see Dr. Strange soon. So. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dope. All right. All that being said, we hope you enjoyed and take care. Take care. Peace.